Hey y'all, thank you so much for being with me today on Love You To Life. I am so glad and grateful you are here. I'm Kelly and this is Love You To Life, truth and wisdom for the next generation. Our space to have real, honest, and necessary conversations on topics that matter to you. This episode is part two of a series on mental health. If you haven't heard part one, make sure you go back and listen. Part one sets the foundation for us to build on today. Last week I said we're going to establish a mindset for 2021 that's going to give you peace and hope no matter your circumstances. For a healthy mindset, we have to be grounded. Last week we created awareness. We talked about how we've got to be like those trees planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. These trees do not fear when heat comes and their leaves are always green. They have no worries in a year of drought and they never fail to bear fruit. Today, we'll build a simple daily routine that'll set the foundation for the rest of this work because it is a continuous work. I often look back at the responses from my students when I ask them what topics they wanted me to talk about. I wanna make sure you're getting exactly what you want, need, and asked for. In that survey, mental health ranked second on the list and faith was second to last. This created a little conflict because the two are so closely connected. I can't address one without the other. Now the world won't tell you that you can't have one without the other, but why should we trust them? Look at their track record when it comes to mental health. I named a few statistics last week on the devastating impacts of poor mental health on your generation. The self-help industry is a billion dollar industry and it continues to grow, profiting off of our needs and desires to be happy, at peace and healed. It's estimated that by 2027, the global anxiety disorders and depression market will grow to be worth $19 billion. If what they told us worked, if all the books and magazines, the SEL lessons, the pills, the medications, peace circles, and podcasts, if they all worked, these numbers should be declining, not rising. I said last week, if we continue to put our trust in them, and our health experts, the news, and even your favorite teachers will all be exhausted, getting a quick fix today just to need another one tomorrow. Before we start talking about the real solution and what you can start doing today to establish a healthy and positive mindset, I have one more question for you. What if things continue to be like what they've been? What would that mean for you, for your future family? What would it mean for your friend who's really struggling right now? What state would our country and the world be in if we don't fix this? Things rarely go from bad to good without intentional work, but they easily go from bad to worse. Today, we're going to make the intentional choice to choose better. Today's conversation requires a little activity. So pause right here, go get a piece of paper and something to write with. Now, make two circles on your paper side by side about the size of your palm. In one circle, write the words depressed, anxiety, violence, dark, death, suicide, virus, stress, restrictions, quarantine, and murder. These are words that, like I said last week, have dominated the news. I was scrolling through my newsfeed earlier this week when a headline caught my attention. Quote, like World War I and other epic events, 
COVID-19 could create the next lost generation, unquote. As I read the article, another statement stood out, quote, what we do today will determine the fate of a generation whose spirit, hope, and energy are in danger of being forever lost, unquote. It's almost like that's what they want for you. I halfway rolled my eyes because in my mind, it doesn't matter what they do, they don't get to determine your fate. You do. So let's add one more word to the circle. Write the word lost. This circle represents the world we live in. Now the world we live in isn't only these negative things, there's plenty of good in it too. But if we're honest, a lot of us see and feel far more of this than we do the positive right now. If you want, now would be a good time to add to this circle any negative thoughts and feelings that you live with. Again, look at this circle with these very real realities and ask yourself, what happens if nothing changes? We can't afford to be nonchalant any longer when it comes to our mental health, especially with the headlines like the one I just quoted, predicting a fate for you that, trust me, you don't want. Here's where we choose better. In the second circle, I want you to write these words, light, refuge, safety, guarded, loved, kindness, rest, covered, salvation, confidence, satisfied, grace, life, strength, endurance, and hope. This circle represents what's offered to us if we get grounded in God. When you look at these two circles, you have a choice. One choice leads to life and the other death. Which will you choose? For most people, they don't intentionally choose the one that leads to death, but that's the problem. They haven't intentionally chosen anything. Make the intentional choice today to choose life. So, how do we get grounded? We plant ourselves in God's word daily. I want to read a short chapter in the Bible that I began reading and focusing on this past summer. The words in this chapter have done more to ground me and assure me than anything else. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. 
I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, there's a lot we can unpack in there. And I know that for some of you, you've never even opened a Bible. So these are conversations we'll have to have as well. But for today, you have to know that God is our only hope. It says at the beginning of the chapter that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide there. The only way we get life and everything written in that second circle is by abiding in God's shelter. We've been abiding under the shelter of the world for too long, and look where it's gotten us. It's made us sick, depressed, suicidal, and anxious. But God promises that if we hold on to him, he will deliver us and he will protect us. He will satisfy us and be with us. When we call to him, he will answer us. I think about how safe and warm and covered I feel when I'm home. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world or even what's going on in my neighborhood, which isn't much. <laughs> Growing up, when I was home in my parents' house, I knew that I was safe. But even that safety doesn't compare to the safety and rest found in the habitation of the Most High. He formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you before you were even born. What fault did you find in him to go far from him? Most people have to hit rock bottom before they decide to make a change. And even in that is God's mercy. Sometimes he allows us to be hurt and go through really, really hard things so that we finally get to the point where we say, okay, God, I'll do it your way. You're the only one that can save me. With suicide, anxiety, and depression being on the rise among your age group, what will it finally take for you to choose a different home? Look at those circles. You can continue to make this world your home and dwelling place or you can dwell in the shelter of the Most High. It is possible to be in this world, but not of this world. So if you want a healthy and positive mindset, if you want to be grounded like a tree, if you want to be someone that does not fear when heat comes, you have to decide today that you will live within circle number two. That's the circle where the righteous dwell and where God's protection is. The name of the Lord, the name of Yahweh, the name of Jehovah, the name of our God is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. So here's the last thing I want you to do. Draw another circle big enough that you can fit all the words from circle number one in it, but also be able to fit a second circle with the words from circle number two in it. This image represents what it looks like to be in the world, but not of it. In the world, but guarded, protected, safe, loved, confident, unafraid, and grounded. This is the remedy for the mental health crisis raging in our society today. We must be grounded in God's truth and his safe habitation. Friday afternoon, a news article in Chicago reported that 97 black residents in Cook County died by suicide in 2021 the most in more than a decade. It went on to say that the troubling numbers raised questions about the city and county's efforts to improve suicide prevention. If only they knew the true and lasting remedy. I know that talking about faith and making it a part of your daily life is new for many of you. 
In the show notes of this episode is a downloadable workbook that guides you through 12 days of establishing a healthy and positive mindset. It's where your faith can begin to grow. You'll find so much reflection and encouragement in it, but at the same time, you'll be challenged. This workbook provides you with a new daily routine you have to create if you're serious about establishing a healthy and positive mindset. There is no safety outside of God's habitation, and we enter his habitation by dwelling with him. That means we have to start reading scriptures every day and living according to what he says. He promises that if we turn to him, he will heal us. It's impossible to dwell in safety and be assured of your covering, but still be anxious and depressed. This is how you establish a healthy and positive mindset for 2021 and beyond. You get grounded in this truth. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I hope today's conversation was helpful. This is part two of a series of conversations on a mindset for 2021. Although next week we'll take a break from this topic, this is one we'll continue to work through throughout the year. Before we go, here's your homework for the week. One, download the workbook and commit 10 minutes a day for the next 12 days to your mental health. You owe it to yourself and we all owe it to each other for the betterment of our people and a whole generation. Two, at some point throughout the next 12 days, I want you to email me and tell me which day in the workbook resonated with you the most and why. None of us can do this alone, so I promise I'll respond to every single email. Remember, my hand in yours and your hand in mine for as long as it takes. Three, find a good friend to go on this 12-day journey with you. Send them this episode and tell them to download the workbook. This person will be your partner in healing, one that will keep you lifted and encouraged. So to recap, one, download the workbook and commit to 10 minutes a day. Two, email me and tell me which day resonated with you the most. And three, find a partner in healing to do the next 12 days with you. If you have any questions for me, or you just want to talk more about today's conversation, go to loveyoutolife.co to send me an email. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's message and I welcome any questions. I truly believe that getting grounded in God's word and believing what he says will give you peace today and the days ahead, no matter the circumstances. Make sure you take the time each day to begin reading scriptures. The workbook is a great place to start if you need them. It'll give you a good foundation on beginning and continuing this journey. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the conversation and the work. Please rate this podcast. I don't really understand why or how, but podcast ratings help podcasts reach more people. Also, do us all a favor and share this podcast with your friends and the whole fam. Again, we're trying to change a whole generation and we can't do it alone. If you've ever been any one of my students, you know how we end things with a personal, individual, I love you. So as always, I love you to life.